The following is a production of the University of Minnesota, driven to discover. Well, hi, everyone. David Arendale here. I'm your host for the Peer Group Library Podcast. Well, finally, after three episodes here in episode four, we get to hear about some of those great publications that have been authored by people from around the world. And in this episode, I've focused on just a sampler of just a couple of them from a number of those major programs. And I selected uh, the year 2022 just simply to give us a sample of what it is that you're going to be listening to for the rest of the podcast series. Now, just so you know what the normal format will be, rather than just having kind of a random set articles that are shared, they're going to be either focused on one of the nine uh, major national or international models of peer learning, or it'll be focused on a topic that cuts across different programs, but gives you something of interest that you might be interested in regarding, let's say, uh, what is the vocational impact of serving as a study group leader? There's a number of publications on that. Or it would be in terms of an academic content area, a sampler of recent articles on use of peer learning programs and ESL programs. So that kind of gives you the idea of what the future will end up being. And our, once again, I'll be calling on my synthetic friends here to serve as the narrators. And the pattern will be as one person will end up reading the citation for the publication, the second person will end up reading my comments about what I thought about that publication, and then the third person will end up uh, reading for us the summary of the publication provided by the authors. Sometimes those summaries are just a short paragraph. Sometimes they're pretty lengthy. It just all depended on what the authors wanted to do and what that particular publication permitted. Now, in terms of this podcast, I've called on three of my synthetic friends. First person is going to be Davis. He'll end up reading the category or the group of articles, the program uh, name for the program that is represented by the publications. Then also he will read the citation. The second person will end up being Tony, and he's going to share my comments, which are pretty brief, one or two sentences about the publication. He'll be speaking in terms of the first person. And then the third person is going to be Jenny, and she'll be the one who reads for us summary of the publication. And we'll just continue that pattern, Davis, Tony, and Jenny, reading to us about these. And what I hope is that maybe some of these will spark your interest. Maybe you can scribble some notes uh, about a particular publication. Come to my website, which is z.umn.edu slash peerbib, P-E-E-R-B-I-B. And if you go to that place, you'll be able to dig in to the actual print versions of the 
bibliography from where all these come from, because I've collected now nearly 2,000 citations. And this all started as part of my dissertation research project back in the late 1990s. It was a lot smaller back then, but I just continue to collect these. And part of my mission in life, I'm a retired teacher, I want to be able to point attention to the wonderful work that is being done by scholars and practitioners around the world. Let's go ahead and transition in and listen to Davis, Tony, and Jenny as they give us a sample of what we're going to experience for the rest of the podcast. Thanks for listening in. Embedded Peer Educator, Embedded Coaching, Mentoring, and Tutoring. Cheadle, J. and Sanchez, C. L. 2021. Writing Center Ambassadors, Engaging Campus Organizations Through Embedded Consultants. From the journal, Praxis, or Writing Center Journal, 18, 3, 41-51. I enjoyed reading about the partnership with the Writing Center to embed one of their tutors into a course. I also liked that they named the students as Writing Center Consultants which might influence how the students in the class perceive their role. This work examines a program developed by the Michigan State University Writing Center to embed consultants within existing programs and organizations at the institution. Specifically, a Writing Center consultant was embedded in the College Assistance Migrant Program, an educational program for individuals with migrant or seasonal farm work backgrounds. Drawing on the theoretical framework of embedded tutoring, this program successfully fostered improved relationships and understanding between the writing center and faculty, staff, and students in the student organization. Both camp administrators and students found benefits from the program. Administrators became more thoughtful as they interacted with the center and important student service, as well as giving them a better idea of the services that the center provides. Students, meanwhile, were more comfortable using the center's services because those services were identified with the ambassador, someone that they were able to get to know well because of their frequent presence in the camp offices. And the writing center benefits as well, the ambassador program is a way to reach out with and connect with groups of students who may be non-visitors in order to turn them into visitors. Included as part of this work is the mixed methods assessment to determine the success of the program as well as recommendations for other writing centers who may want to utilize this type of programming. Mendoza, D. F. and Curl, E. 2021. Student Perceived Benefits of Embedded Online Peer Tutors. From the journal, The Learning Assistance Review, 26, 1, 52-73. I liked this article since it focused on the need for embedded online peer tutoring. It reports on how the program helped to improve engagement in the course. In fall of 2017, the Center for Academic Program Support at the University of New Mexico revamped its Online Learning Assistant, OLA, program, which focuses on embedding undergraduate peer tutors in multidisciplinary fully online courses. Students who had an OLA during the spring 2020 and fall 2020 semesters were surveyed to better understand the perceived benefits of having this type of support in their courses. Survey results showed that by engaging with the OLA, 
students felt their coursework improved, they were more confident in the material, and engaged more in the course. This study should be of interest to learning center practitioners, faculty, and researchers focused on online academic support. Emerging Scholars Program, University of California Berkeley Erie Treisman Model. Bronson, E. N., and Long, L. L., 2022. Today's Civil Rights Fight, What's Math Got to Do With It? From the journal, Education and Urban Society. It is not often that I run across an article about the peer learning model developed by Dr. Yuri Treisman at the University of California, Berkeley. This is a powerful article about the need for equity to increase outcomes for blacks and other student groups who have endured racism. Research shows student success in advanced level science, technology, engineering, and mathematics, STEM, programs is connected to future educational and economic opportunities. Yet, Black students have been excluded from participating in rigorous mathematics courses that prepare them to engage in STEM majors and careers. This article reviews research on Black student mathematics participation at the pre-college, post-secondary, and professional levels. Three systemic barriers to Black student participation are limited access, limiting mindsets and beliefs, and lack of support. Eliminating these barriers can result in an increase in Black students' enrollment, persistence, and achievement in advanced mathematics courses. The article provides strategies proven successful in urban contexts to ensure equitable learning environments that maximize the full potential of Black students. Educational leaders must address systemic inequities rooted in racism, purposefully engage Black students in rigorous and extended learning opportunities, and provide them with peer and faculty support. West, C. G. Honig, S. D. Louis, L. M. and Rashke, L. 2022. Integration of Authentic STEM Practices in Real-World Education and Research Environments, Lessons from the Professional Development Program. University of California, Santa Cruz. Santa Cruz, California. It is not often that I run across an article about the peer learning model developed by Dr. Yuri Treisman at the University of California, Berkeley. The article describes how previous peer program leaders have used the strategies used during those sessions in future occupations. A significant focus of the ISEE Professional Development Program, PDP, is identifying authentic STEM practices so that educators and scientists can develop and assess these practices as intentionally as they would scientific content knowledge. In addition to the classic inquiry-based learning activities, PDP alumni also find themselves using and teaching these STEM practices in other contexts. Many PDP participants have benefited from recognizing STEM practices as its own category of specific skills and knowledge, allowing them to build these practices into their work intentionally, rather than simply expecting these skills to develop naturally as a byproduct of learning STEM content. We present four instances where PDP lessons have been put to work by alumni of the program in this manner, either in teaching and mentoring students, performing real-world scientific research, or both. First, we consider two instances of alumni using their PDP training to inform the way they build authentic STEM practices into college classrooms and college mentorship at the College of St. Scholastica and at UC Santa Cruz. Next, we describe a course-based undergraduate research experience, CURE, in which students learn and employ authentic STEM research practices at the University of Colorado at Boulder. Finally, 
we present an example of an alumna who has used her identification of widely applicable STEM practices to broaden her own research horizons at Lawrence Berkeley National Laboratory. Learning Assistant, Colorado University Boulder Model Gong, H. J. Quan, J. and Brock, M. 2022 Experimental Learning Through a Peer Learning Assistant Model in STEM From the journal, Educational Research and Evaluation, 64, 3 317 to 333. I enjoyed reading about the benefits of serving as a learning assistant in the classroom. The LA model was developed at Colorado University Boulder and mostly serves STEM courses. Over recent years in colleges and universities, a peer learning assistant, PLA, model has been introduced into science, technology, engineering, and mathematics, STEM, classes. Despite the significance of this alternative pedagogical approach in undergraduate education, studies of PLAS lived experiences of the approach, and hence a deep understanding of the model and its application in higher education, are limited. Purpose the study sought to gain insight into the learning and teaching experiences of PLAs in an undergraduate STEM class. The PLAs were required to take a pedagogical class as mentors, in addition to having previously undertaken the STEM class themselves. Method of phenomenological methodology underpinned the study design, supporting the in-depth analysis of rich interview data. Interviews were conducted with five PLAs in STEM majors in a public university in the United States. Interviews were focused on identifying the PLAS perceptions of their shared experiences and the knowledge and skills they gained while mentoring peer STEM students and taking a peer learning pedagogy class. Data were analyzed qualitatively, using Kolb's experiential learning as an analytical framework. Findings, the analysis identified how the PLAs experienced the cycle of experiential learning by a. engaging in a STEM class as a student teacher, b. interacting with other PLAs in a pedagogical course, c. developing skills and learning from a pedagogy class, and d. readapting developed peer teaching abilities and attitudes to a STEM class. Conclusions Our study contributes to an understanding of PLAS experiences of the PLA model. The elements we found offer a view into how the PLA students shape their peer learning and peer teaching skills through their reflections on experiences in both the STEM and pedagogical classes. Through the four elements, students were able to engage in a process that suggested transformative learning. Practical suggestions and scholarly implications for practitioners and researchers are discussed. Lutz, B., and Rios, L., 2022. Impactful Experiences and Their Effect on Learning Assistant Epistemological Development. From the journal Physical Review Physics Education Research, 18, 2. I enjoyed reading about the benefits of serving as a learning assistant in the classroom. It was an impressive research study that examined how the LA student leaders fostered a change in the way that the students thought about science. The LA model was developed at Colorado University Boulder and mostly serves STEM courses. Learning assistants, LAs, are peer educators who work alongside faculty to facilitate active learning activities and help students develop conceptual understanding. LAs and LA training programs are becoming increasingly prevalent in science, technology, engineering, and mathematics, STEM, gateway courses in the United States, and research continues to document the positive impacts on students and LAs in LA-facilitated classrooms. While evidence accumulates regarding positive student impact, 
relatively less work has investigated the ways LAs themselves might also be impacted by their participation in these programs. To improve LA training and student learning in STEM, it is vital that educators better understand the ways the experiences of LAs can promote personal and professional growth as members of the STEM community. To address this gap, we explored the epistemological development of LAs who participated in an LA program, i.e., pedagogy training and classroom practice, at a large, public, teaching-focused university. LAs participated in semi-structured interviews at the beginning and end of the academic term and completed bi-weekly reflections where they described impactful events and challenges. Using qualitative coding, we operationalized Baxter Magolda's epistemological reflection model to identify the impactful experiences that provoke epistemological development or reorientation. Our findings highlight three impactful experiences that help promote epistemological development for LAs, i. Recognizing the importance of language and listening, 2. Observing more knowledgeable others struggle with content, and 3. Providing students with the wrong answer to a question. We argue that these experiences can promote epistemological development in ways that help LAs become more effective in facilitating student learning and, ultimately, more thoughtful members of STEM disciplines. By working to create spaces for LAs to have these impactful experiences in training and preparation, educators can promote epistemological growth in ways that benefit both LAs and the students they serve. Peer-led team learning, City University of New York model. Kennedy, N.S., 2022. New Approaches to Peer Leader Training. From the journal, Advances in Peer-Led Learning, 2 1 72-95. I found interesting the way PLTL leaders were trained through a required course. The article provides the training topics. PLTL was developed at the City University of New York and often focuses on introductory biology, chemistry, and other STEM courses. This paper describes a peer leader training course that has been modified to include innovative components focusing on developing content and pedagogical knowledge, practicing rehearsals, generating action research projects, doing poster presentations, and writing a reflective letter to new peer leaders. Through these innovations, for types of reflection, on relevant research and theory, on students' experiences, on peer practice, and on one's own practice, have been incorporated into the course. The new course components promise to offer more opportunities for trainees to practice peer leading in a structured and safe environment in which immediate and supportive feedback is available, and group practice and reflection are optimized. Maxwell, M.C., and Wiles, J.R., 2022. Cyber Peer-Led Team Learning, CPLTL, supports marginalized groups, including women in science, technology, engineering, and mathematics, STEM. From the journal, Biocene, Journal of College Biology Teaching, 48, 1, 10 to 16. I found interesting the way PLTL leaders were used to support learning online. The research study identified how the program supported academic achievement for marginalized student groups in science. PLTL was developed at the City University of New York and often focused on introductory biology, chemistry, and other STEM courses. Peer-led team learning, PLTL, is an active learning model that is particularly effective for improving the academic achievement and retention of students who have been marginalized in science, technology, engineering, and mathematics, STEM, such as women, and members of underrepresented minority groups. 
Cyber Peer Led Team Learning CPLTL, is a recently developed variation of PLTL that has been transitioned from a face-to-face -face environment to a synchronous online setting. Studies have found that PLTL and CPLTL students earned comparable educational outcomes in terms of standardized final exam scores and final course grades. Given the benefits of PLTL for marginalized students and the similarities of CPLTL to PLTL, we were interested in understanding the impact that CPLTL had on marginalized groups, including women, in an introductory biology course at a large, research-intensive institution. We found evidence that participating in CPLTL improves the retention of marginalized groups in STEM and that student perceptions of CPLTL are generally high, especially for women. Participating in CPLTL may have several additional benefits, such as increased motivation, feelings of belonging, comfort in asking questions, and understanding of course content. Supplemental Instruction Pass, UMKC Model Birmingham, N. Boylan, F. and Ryan, B. J. 2022 The Four C's of PEL, an evidence-based model for implementing peer-assisted learning for mature students. From the journal, Innovations in Education and Teaching International, 1 to 11. I enjoyed this article from an institution in Ireland since it identified other benefits than just higher grades for older students who participated in their version of SI Pass. It identified how the program helped with the transition and acculturation of older students to college. Peer Assisted Leaning, PAL, programs have been shown to enhance learner confidence and have an overall positive effect on learner comprehension particularly in subjects traditionally perceived as difficult. This research describes the findings of a three-cycle action research study into the perceived benefits of implementing such a program for mature students enrolled on a computer science programming module on an Access Foundation program in an Irish university. The findings from this study suggest that peer learning programs offer students a valued support structure that aids transition and acculturation into tertiary education while simultaneously improving their subject matter comprehension and confidence. An evidence-based model of PAL implementation for mature students was subsequently developed, underpinned by the associated pedagogic theory and the findings of the study. Our model promotes a student-focused peer educational enhancement framework that is transferable into the wider higher education setting. Baird, C. M., and Thomas, D. A., 2022. A Survey of Mathematics Learning Support in the United States. From the book, Teaching Mathematics and Its Applications. I like this article due to the multiple ways that they explored the effectiveness of their version of the SI Pass model. The publication identified how the peer program was effective both with face-to-face -face and online courses. In this paper, we analyze the introduction of peer mentors into timetabled classes to understand how in-class mentoring supports students' learning. The peer mentors in this study are high-achieving students who previously completed the same course and who were hired and trained to facilitate peer-assisted study sessions, PASS. PASS gives students the opportunity to deepen their understanding through revision and active learning and are typically held outside of class time. In contrast, our trial embedded peer mentors into classes for a large, approximately, 250 students, first-year workshop-based course. We employed a participatory action research methodology to facilitate the peer mentors' co-creation of the research process. Data sources include peer mentors' journal entries, student cohort data, and a focus group with teaching staff. 
we found that during face-to-face -face workshops, peer mentors role-modeled ideal student behavior, example, asking questions, rather than acting as additional teachers, and this helped students to better understand how to interact effectively in class. The identity of embedded peer mentors is neither that of teachers nor of students, and it instead spans aspects of both as described using a three-part schema comprising I, identity, two, associated roles, and three, associated practices. As we moved classes online mid-semester in response to the COVID-19 pandemic, mentors' identities remained stable, but mentors adjusted their associated roles and practices, including through the technical aspects of their engagement with students. This study highlights the benefits of embedding mentors in classrooms on campus and online. Ritson, C.I. 2022. Ten Years in the Human Anatomy and Physiology at Classroom, a Retrospective Analysis of Student Preparation, Engagement, Performance, and the Impact of COVID-19. From the Journal, Journal of Human Anatomy and Physiology Society, 26, 2, 19-36. Maybe it is the history teacher in me, but I enjoyed reading about the use of SIPASS in an NP course since this was the same course that SIPASS started in the beginning at UMKC. Reflections on the efficacy of pedagogical changes and practices and their effect on student performance are often hindered by incomplete data, small sample sizes, and the confounding variables of multiple instructors and teaching sites. Observations from such retrospective analyses, however, are highly sought after by instructors and administrators interested in what methods significantly enhance student learning and comparisons of student success across instructors and institutions. Compilation of student data from 10 years of human anatomy and physiology I at the University of Mississippi enabled statistical analyses of how changes in course design over 10 years of instruction, including remote instruction during the COVID-19 pandemic, were associated with student engagement and performance in human and PI with a large data set, N equals 3305, from students taught by a single instructor. Univariate analysis of variants, bivariate correlation, and discriminate function analysis, DFA, tests revealed multiple significant differences over time. Specifically, the DFA indicated that 89.5% discriminate function 1 of the variation in overall course performance, i.e., letter grade, is explained by student performance variables of exam average, lab practical average, lab quiz average, and the number of supplemental instruction, SI, sessions attended. For discriminate function 2, 8.1% of the variation is explained by student engagement variables of the number of missed lecture assignments, lab assignments, and online assignments. Institutionally, these results will be used to continue effective course practices, identify engagement strategies that enhance student motivation and reduce anxiety, and develop a performance dashboard that will both identify struggling students and coach students towards success in ANP. Kofer, R. 2023. The Peer Tutor and Supplemental Instruction Leader Experience, Perceived Gains in Learning, Connection to Campus, and Fulfillment. From the Journal, Journal of College Academic Support Programs, 5, 2, 23-32. I enjoyed this article since it identified some of the benefits for the SI Pass leader from their experience. The research identified that the student leaders developed deeper feelings of fulfillment due to their experience. This study explored the perceived gains of post-secondary peer educators, specifically related to their views of learning, 
feelings of connection to campus, and feelings of fulfillment as a result of their roles. The peer educator in the Campus Learning Center is a critical but undervalued resource for student success. This is reflected in the literature, which has a gap in the research related to the experience of the peer educators themselves. To address this problem, a survey was sent through public listservs to college learning assistance professionals, who then distributed it to their respective peer tutors and SI leaders, N equals 1,217. Using three open-ended questions from the Peer Educator Experiences Survey, I analyzed responses to generate several themes for each question. I identified five distinct themes from responses to the first question, which asked participants about their views of learning. Of the five themes, learned how-slash-ways people learn had the highest frequency of responses, N equals 239. I discovered four themes from responses to the second question that asked about the most rewarding aspect of their jobs. For this question, the theme of helping-slash-witnessing growth was the most evident response, N equals 326. The final question asked about participants' connections to campus, again, Four themes identified four distinct themes. The theme of campus people-slash-resources proved to be the most populous, N equals 203. Institutions and learning center administrators should consider these results when recruiting, training, assessing, and requesting funds for these programs. Collier, S. P. Gill, K. D. Phipps, S. D. And Mercer, S. L. 2022. Supplemental Instruction in Pharmacy Education, Lessons Learned from Collected Perceptions From the journal, Pharmacy Education, 22, 1, 620-628 I like this article since it highlighted the use of SI Pass in the Graduate Health Science School. That is the same level that SI Pass started in the beginning at UMKC. It was only after success in the professional shoes that SI Pass was introduced to first-year courses. Supplemental Instruction, SI, is an internationally recognized academic support program serving students in historically challenging courses across higher education via peer-assisted learning. A survey was deployed to gather perceptions of SI among student pharmacists, near-peer leaders, faculty, and staff of a traditional, four-year doctor of pharmacy program hosted by a private institution in the United States. 98 participants shared perceptions and viewpoints of the SI program. Overall, positive perceptions were expressed and were independent of proximity to either attending sessions, students, or teaching activities, faculty. Student respondents identified audience response polling or gamification as the most effective modality while the traditional use of student small groups was deemed less useful. Curiously, the student results also support SI in improving student-faculty interactions. Given the current landscape of pharmacy education, it is critical to provide the best resources possible to ensure student success, and SI is an easily adaptable model to support student pharmacists.